0: Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Retire early. The fire movement is strong with the younger generation wanting to retire early. Maybe at age 35 to 40, is this possible and how is it done? Then what will a person do in retirement? Most likely work of some kind was my initial thoughts. Before I start talking about fire, I want to start talking the typical path everybody takes. We all go through high school. When we graduate from high school, hopefully, then that's the first major choice we all make. Do we go to college, spend more time in school and spend more money and get more debt, start out getting debt? Or do we go and get a job? Perhaps we get a job in the trades field where we can get experience and learn the job, the occupation. It doesn't matter which path you take. One may be better than the other. It used to be that going to college, you were pretty much guaranteed of making more money throughout your total working career than not going to college. I'm not so sure that that stands today because somebody who takes the path of a trade The four years that somebody's in college, that's four years experience in that trade. And four years is a lot. They probably would learn that trade completely. And if they're smart enough to pass the test and get all their licenses, then they're ready to start their own business with little or no debt. The only debt they would have is what they spent on their personal lives. Did they buy a house? Did they buy a truck, automobile, things like that? That would be their only debt. Go to college, you're going to spend four years learning something, and then you have to start getting your experience. But not only are you getting your experience, maybe you started $10,000 higher a year, but you got $40,000 in debt to pay back. Are you any better off? I don't know. That's up to each individual to decide. That's the traditional path. In the traditional path, we all are faced with the same thing. Housing, transportation, food, clothing. The basics. We all need the basics. How do you get housing and transportation? You have to go in debt to achieve that. So if you're just, out of college your first working career job not only do you get student debt but then you may have to in the next 5 years buy a home you have housing debt then you have automobile that's transportation debt need i say more the fire movement stands for financial independence retire early Financial independence is the ability to make any decision without having to worry about the financial and or terms of that decision, that you have the means to do whatever you want to do. Once you achieve that financial independence, that gives you the freedom to leave your job. Now, my first article is playingwithfire.com. dot com. What is fire? We're going to give a brief history of the fire movement, how it got started, and what it's all about. Why we need fire? Fire is catching on because society we need. More than land financial advice, we need a new way to live. Yeah, financial advice can be boring. I I'm one hundred percent agree with that. We've all seen the headlines: credit card debt, student debt are piling up faster than ever in history. The average family is saving less than ten percent of their paycheck. Nearly forty percent of Americans have difficulty paying for a four hundred dollar unexpected expenses. Americans are facing a financial crisis. We see these headlines and yet nothing changes. We still trudge off to jobs that we don't like, grow in more discontent and in- disengage each year. We don't save and we live on the edge. Many of us are one emergency away from financial disaster. If the current system of earning, spending and barely saving isn't working then why is everyone reluctant to try something new? Good question. And why are we earning spending and barely saving is because we're all inundated with advertising. Advertising is going to lead us to buy things that we don't necessarily need. And then traditionally, everybody thinks you got to work to age at least 62 to retire or 66 and whatever number of months, depending on the year you were born. Well, that used to be age 65 when Social Security first started. And why was 65 the retirement age? Well, it's fairly simple. Because at the time Social Security was enacted, the average life expectancy was 61. And setting the retirement age at 65 would mean that most people would never live to retirement. This would make a cheap plan that could be sustained with moderate taxes, which is not the case today. So that's why 65 was the set as a retirement age, because they didn't think people would live long enough to, eat, to claim and collect on Social Security, or if they did, it would be a short matter of time. The standard narrative is to get a job, buy a house, work until you're 65 and get a pension. Be loyal to the company and they will take care of you in your old age. You have to throw out that uh, outdated advice and create a new rule book. And I agree with that 100%. You don't want to be loyal to anybody. You got to be loyal to yourself. Fire. Financial independence. Retire early. Gives you back your time. Imagine this you've been offered $10 million, but it comes with a catch. To take it, you have to miss out on the next 25 years of your life. Would you take it? Would you skip those years where your knees are still good and you don't groan and you can get out of bed every morning? Would you miss your child's first step or walking them to their first day of school? I doubt it because time is more valuable than money. The world is designed to take your valuable time from you. Your time is sucked up by meetings and calls that don't need to happen. It's spent sitting in long car rides, commuting in traffic with everyone else. It's spent decompressing after a tough day at the office. Time is spent like it's not the most valuable currency in your world. We only live so long. So time should be the most important thing for everybody and fire gives you back your time. We have a spending problem. We are spending more money than ever buying things like clothes, electronic and personal care items. We're spending 20% more in clothes than we did in year 2000 with the average American buying 66 new garments each year. With the increase in what we're buying, we now have to find somewhere to put it all. The average home size has increased by 23% in the last two decades, and the number of storage facility has doubled. But with the ability to buy and own all the extra thing, is anyone happier? Probably not, because you're farther down in debt. But basically, we spend money we don't have to buy things we don't need to impress people we don't even know. And that's a quote from the minimalists. And think about that. We spend money we don't have, credit, to buy things we don't need, doesn't make us happy, to impress people that we don't even know, the minimalists it's a very true statement. So how do you retire early? And what's it mean to actually retire? Are you really retiring where you just quit working and never work another day of your life? Well, that's, you know, a lot of people's goal. But you're going to need a lot of money to do that. And you're going to need a lot more money. And then you're going to have to live the same lifestyle you when you were saving that money. The basics of FIRE is middle age earners are using a simple formula of high savings rate, 50 to 70% of their incomes, plus fuel living, minimalists, plus low cost stock index fund investing in order to reach financial independence within a short period of time, usually around 10 years. For obvious reason, FIRE is sometimes referred to as the ultimate life hack. FIRE allows people to choose how they want to spend their time rather than be forced to spend their time at work. And you're not retiring from something. You gotta look at this you're retiring to something. And most likely that to something will be something that you enjoy doing much more than your current situation at work. Maybe it's starting your own business. Maybe it's a hobby that you really enjoy and you can make a business out of it. Maybe it's a venture. Maybe it's fishing or whatever. But you're going to retire to something and most likely you're going to earn money. But will you earn of what you were in the past? Probably not. Or you can earn a lot more if you're successful in creating a new business. Who knows? It's all up to you. But some of the pitfalls of FIRE, I've talked about this in the past. If you're 35, well, first thing you have to do is pay off all your debt. There's no way you're going to save 50 to 70% of your income if you have a lot of debt. If you have a lot of student loan debt, you're already in the hole. You got to pay off your student loan debt and not be creating any new debt. So how are you going to do that? You're going to have to live off the income that you're making. So you better have a high paying job, probably more than $150,000 to 200000 a year, and you got to live in a low cost area of the country. That's you know, the first step. And then you'll be able to pay off that student loan debt maybe a year or less or two years. And then after that you you know, you might be saving while you're paying off that debt, but it's not gonna be anywhere from fifty to seventy percent. That's the point and cause case. You might only be saving fifteen percent. And you get that student loan debt, now you can jump up to pay off and be saving fifty percent. But where are you gonna live? Where are you going to live that's cheap enough to give you shelter and, you know, someplace comfortable and nice to live? You're not going to live in a box. You're not going to live in a tent. You're not going to live like a homeless person. Or maybe you do. Maybe that's the sacrifice you got to make. And then when you add up all your expenses, the living expenses, when you retire from work or. Retired to something new, you still got to live the same way you were living when you saved your money or you'd be spending a whole lot more than what you were spending unless you factor all that in. If you factor in that you need $2 million to live the rest of your life, plus you need another $300,000 to buy a home, plus you need another $40,000 to buy an automobile the first time to get started. I don't know what those numbers add up to, but it's 2 million, about two and a half million dollars just out of the box to get started. So you have a place to live and transportation and then you can live frugal for clothing, food, and everything else. But you'll have to have at least that much money and you not only you're not figuring this to age your retirement age 66 and whatever month you got to figure this to date of death because you're what if you only work 10 years under social security your benefits from social security is going to be fairly minimal there's not going to be enough to support you so you gotta have more money than what Social security is going to provide you until the day you die. So if you retire at 35 and you die at 95, that's 60 years. You have to have enough money to live your lifestyle that you're wanting to live for 60 years. Or when you retire from something to something, you got to have to earn or generate enough income to... Make your money last longer. Maybe you're going to earn enough money where you can keep increasing your investments and savings. But maybe not. That will be the big gamble that you're taking. To have enough money to support yourself and your family until you and your spouse pass away. That's just a note that I was going to mention there. We'll be right back. Do you sometimes feel like running circles and getting nowhere? Maybe you want your life to run toward achieving something more significant, but you are not quite sure how or where to start. If it sounds like you, you should definitely check out the Neat Lifestyle podcast. We talk about all aspects of getting organized to build the lifestyle you desire so that you can get it started and not feel so confused or alone. Questions like, how do I organize life for success? How do I organize time, home, finances, and projects? All of that and more we cover in the show. So, if that sounds like something you would be interested in, click on the show notes and follow the Neat Lifestyle podcast today. Well, many of us don't realize that we want to retire earlier in life until we have reached an older age, say, 35 to 45. And there's a solution for that, and it's referred to as slow fire. You slow down your savings a little bit so you can get out of debt. And I'm getting this from the article from the Insider. Uh, Businessinsider.com. I used to think early retirement was the only way to live my ideal life, but I found a better approach and we're going to skip down towards the end what changed for me i really disliked the idea that i had to sacrifice to the point of financial deprivation for the next 10 to 12 years in order to hit my fire number part of why i dislike this is that i've already sacrificed for years to pay off more than sixty thousand dollars in unsecured debt i side hustled lived in a small home and i said no more often than not to purchase than I felt would negatively impact my debt repayment goals. So she was focused on paying off her debt, which is a good thing, which we all should be doing. And there are great financial moves at the time, but I kept thinking about my life in the future and I wanted to start dream about my ideal fire life would look like. Waking up naturally without using an alarm clock, traveling around, On road trips in my state of Colorado, using my relatives, visiting my relatives, or going abroad whenever I felt like it, pursuing intellectual interests to my heart's content, helping others financially or thought volunteering when possible, going to a brunch and having a bottomless meal. What I found problematic by fire was I didn't want to wait years to live my best life, especially I was older than 32 when I stumbled upon this financial pursuit. In fact, I was in debt, professionally burned out, and tired, not exactly primed for fire. And many of us doesn't, don't realize we would like an early retirement. When I'm talking early retirement, I mean before the age of 66 and whatever months before you are eligible to get your full retirement benefits from social security so we're saying say 50 age of years 50 years old or older somewhere between 50 and 60 is would be considered an early retirement and remember the only reason 65 was the retirement age set by social security is because the average lifespan at the time 1935 Was 61, and they were hoping that too many people would live that long to age 65, or if they did, they wouldn't live much past that, and that has changed. And the truth about fire here's the thing the money, the fire math, it works. If you invest at a much higher rate than most people, have no debt, and earn a great salary, you can easily hit your fire goals. But if you're a person like me facing a ton of financial headwinds, my access to FIRE wasn't the same as the 27-year with no debt and a high band job. FIRE relies on being debt-free. There's no way you can invest over 50% if you're actively paying down debt like I was. Plus, the more complicated your finances are, the more challenging it is to work towards FIRE. In my case, I had fairly complicated debt situations. It hasn't been until recently that my finances have simplified enough that I can focus on traditional FIRE. If you're dealing with large number of creditors, etc., this impacts your ability to focus on FIRE. On top of that, working towards FIRE requires a financial skill set similar to paying off large amount of debt, learning how to negotiate your wages, etc., It takes a while to get into the rhythm that is comfortable and moves you towards your goals. And I'll contest to that. I did, once I decided, pay off about $133,000 of debt in three years and eight months, but it took commitment, determination, and confidence in order to do that. Things changed for me when I learned about Slow Fire. With so fire, slow fire, you're investing, saving, and working towards your ultimate fire number, but you're likely doing this at a slower rate than the regular fire folks who tend to approach the financial steps to attain fire more aggressively. Basically, slow fire practitioners are where it would take a while to reach their final numbers. Slow fire adheres Many still cleaning up their financial foundation. This may look like finishing up debt repayment, lowering overall expenses, and looking to grow income. There are key steps in the fire journey. So, you know, getting rid of debt, increase your savings, reducing your spending, and increasing your income are all important steps with the fire movement. And again, Once you achieve that and you got your your sacred number, you think you saved up enough money, you still got to think about having enough money to live your lifestyle until the day you pass away. The slow fire practitioners focus on designing and achieving their fire lifestyle now. This may include working remotely in order to create a more flexibility in their lives. It's also a nod to the fact they will will work longer in order to hit their numbers. There's no work shaming because work factors heavily into slow fire. Work is a large part of slow fire, but the emphasis is on working in a way that best works for you right now. In fact, COVID have created large opportunities for professionals to design their best lives now while earning income and focusing on their future. So what she's saying there is that since COVID, more people are working from home. And that allows you to achieve a lifestyle closer to not working at all. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you listen to this podcast, reduce that increased wealth on an Apple device, scroll through all the episodes towards the bottom and you can select write a review and leave your comments and you can rate this podcast. I appreciate all feedback and I thank you for your time in doing so. Going back to the beginning where we all make this decision when we're right out of high school or right before we graduate from high school. Many of us are forced or encouraged by our parents to continue on in college, and that's what we pursue. Maybe we're thinking about careers that require a college education, such as engineering or being a medical doctor, where college is definitely a requirement. So a lot of us realize that we are not happy in our life until we're in our mid-30s to mid-40s. We already have a large amount of debt. It may be too late to start as an extreme fire movement. As a millless, unless you're willing to sell everything you have, pay off as much debt as possible, have a high-paying job so that you can save fifty to seventy percent of your income, take all whatever steps to achieve that, then maybe ten years from now you'll be able to retire. Or the second approach is to do a slower fire uh, procedure where you concentrate on just getting out of debt first and then concentrate on buying the things you need to survive the rest of your life such as a home transportation food and clothing the basics of everything you can't do this without a budget no matter which plan you select you'll have to have a budget no matter if you are a college educated professional or you went into a trade right out of high school, you got all your proper licenses and you started your own business. You need to have a budget for your personal life and you'll need to have a budget for your professional life, whichever way you choose. There's no reason why you have to wait till you're 66 and what, a few months and to retire from Social Security. If you keep your debt under control, Throughout your entire life, you'll be able to succeed and retire to doing something you want to do instead of retiring from something.